What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the horror film Us and the heist film Widows. Let's talk about Us first. The second big horror film from director Jordan Peele. Us is about a family, the Wilsons, going on vacation, and then they are attacked by their doppelgangers, evil versions of themselves. I'm not going to get into the spoilers, but I am going to get into what I liked about this movie, and there's a lot to like about this movie. First off, Lupita in her first leading role Big time leading role. This is an actress who's won an Oscar for 12 Years a Slave. She is a wonderful actress. She's been in the Star Wars movies. She was in the Jungle Book. She was in Black Panther. This is her first big main leading role. She carries this movie. It is a haunting and horrified performance at the both time. She is both scared and the one doing the scaring, which I think is difficult to do in general. I think she's magnificent in this movie. I think she's underrated in general. I know you don't get to see her in movies like Star Wars because she's voicing a character. You don't get to see her in movies like The Jungle Book because she's voicing a character. She has a distinctive voice, which I think they take advantage of in this movie brilliantly. She ha- she is a unique type of actress. And for her to wait and wait and wait for a leading role, I think she waited for the right one because she is really good in this movie. I just think overall she carries this movie. She's both the hero of the film and the villain. She plays both characters at the same time. It's a tough thing to do, especially in a horror film movie. I think she does it brilliantly and she pulls it off. It is one of the best performances of 2019. Lupita Nyong'o is here to stay. She's in a billion dollar franchise in Black Panther and then she can be an original horror movie like this. This is the way to go for Lupita. She is the future. I mean, she's already won an Oscar for 12 Years a Slave. But this is her defining moment because she carries this film. She is the best performance in this movie. There is no doubt about that. And I also want to talk about Jordan Peele because this is his second movie. He directed Get Out. And this is unlike Get Out. It's more scary and it's harder to grasp, which I think is interesting. Because Get Out it can be a little confusing but you pick up on the general tone of the movie quite. I think this one is harder to grasp what it's really about. To me, I think it's about this idea that people never want to blame themselves for their issues or what's generally the issues of the world, basically. Lupita's character doesn't want to blame herself for what happened to her as a kid or something like that. I mean, this is a confusing film. I don't want to get into the full details of it. But I think Jordan Peele has become an auteur in the second film. I think he's elevated his game like the Noah Baumbachs and the Christopher Nolan. And I just think directors make better movies when they are in full control of the movie. And Jordan Peele is in full control of this movie. He's also coming off producing The Black Klansman, which is mostly a Spike Lee movie. But I give him a lot of credit for the tone of that movie. I just think Jordan Peele is a master filmmaker, like a Christopher Nolan, like a Noah Baumbach, like a bunch of other people, Martin Scorsese. He has elevated his game to auteur level. And when you give a guy like this full control of a movie, 
you were going to get something spectacular and you get that with us and what you get what you get when you do that is you get a piece of jordan peele himself you get rabbits because he had a pet rabbit in the childhood you get michael jackson thriller t-shirts because he was a michael jackson fan you really get to see what jordan peele is like as a person when you get these auteurs making these movies there's a piece of christopher nolan in the movie's inception there's a piece of jordan peele in the movie us and the movie get out and his first two movies could not be off to a better start he's making me enjoy the horror genre more than i would before again horror genre overall i'll get to this at the end he's just on fire right now but more on this movie winston duke he was in the movie black panther with lupita he shines in us he is the comedic relief of the movie he is serious in tone you you buy him as the protective dad who buys a boat during the summer he just fits into this role Perfectly. I really enjoyed his performance in this movie. I think it's one of the better performances in the movie. He's really good in this movie. Again, comedically, he's kind of like, he's in shock. He's kind of how the audience is viewing the movie. He's the one who doesn't quite understand what's going on. Lupita, although she's confused about what's going on, she really understands why it's happening. Winston Duke's character has no idea Lupita's character's past and what on earth is going on in this movie and why his perfect summer his perfect summer vacation him buying a boat why it's all gone wrong he doesn't quite understand it and neither does the audience so i think you're really getting the audience view from the winston duke character of this and again his first ever movie is black panther and his second movie ever is us he is off to a really great start to his movie career and he's really again you buy him in the black panther role against chadwick boseman and you really buy him as the warm husband and father protector of this family although lupita's character take charge you really believe this guy can protect his family at all times you also have comedian tim heidecker and actress elizabeth moss from the hands may tale elizabeth moss is really good in this movie again both of these people they play a couple in the movie they are also attacked by their doppelgangers evil versions of themselves they are really good in supporting roles i enjoy them in this movie again elizabeth moss has become like a leading actress in her own right but for her to take a small supporting role in this horror film was really good i really enjoyed the performance but again this movie is so interesting i think it's about the fear of oneself and the fact that people again never blame themselves for anything it's always somebody's fault this movie is visually appear appealing for a horror movie again most of it is in daylight which is not something you can say for most horror films and this movie has a great opening scene the opening scene is at night where lupita's character is a kid and it's at a carnival it is scary it is spooky and you know right away something wrong is going to happen again and this movie has a haunting ending again these movies these horror movies are on fire right now once I saw A Quiet Place, I was like, things are changing for the horror movie genre. They are not just, some horror movies can be like this, but again, you have movies like A Quiet Place, Hereditary, It, Get Out, Jordan Peele is here to stay, the Blumhouse movies are here to stay. They are making innovative horror movies that are making you think about things in general that you wouldn't quite be thinking about you can be scary and you can also be interesting and insightful at the same time and i think that's where jordan peele's 
relies on and i think that's what these horror movies are relying on these movies are not these generic horror movies they making you think even a television show like stranger things which is mixes in its horror these are shows that are about things these are about human beings this is about a family basically dealing with summer issues i mean it's more than that again you can go through the scary horror elements but this movie makes you think about things you don't quite want to think about which i think is a really good thing for a movie to do i for one think i for one thing it's as good as get out i think it's really really good follow-up to get out for jordan peele again tonally it's quite different i think it's funnier then Get Out, even though Get Out has some really funny moments with Lil Rel Howery, and you could argue that Winston Duke kind of fills that role. Listen, I get it. I really enjoyed this movie, and I can't wait for what Jordan Peele has next, but I wonder if he really is just going to keep doing horror movies. I wonder if he's going to move into other genres. I think he's a master of the horror movie. But I think he has more to offer in like the sci-fi world or something like that. I, I don't know if I want him to be a one-genre film director because I think he, he has a lot to offer in other genres. I mean, we all know he's a comedic master from Kay and Peele. And really, I want a reunion with those two because those are two of the funniest people on planet Earth. But again, what's ever next for Jordan Peele, I am going to sit down and watch because he is on that old tour level with Christopher Nolan's, with the Noah Bombax, with Denis Villeneuve. He is one of the best directors working today because when he has a thought, he is going to make a film that perfectly illustrates that thought. Again, the fear of a doppelganger is one that he had and he perfectly illustrated that fear in this movie. That is not something a lot of really good directors can do. And again, the horror genre is on fire. There's going to be a sequel to A Quiet Place. There's going to be a sequel to It. The horror movie is on fire. It's like the sci-fi genre. It's like the superhero genre. Those are the genre of movies that are dominating Hollywood today. And I, for one, can't wait for the next one. See the movie Us. It's going to be hard to grasp the first time, but you're really going to enjoy it. It's a perfect partner to watch with get out i mean he again these are the strangest two films from a guy that was once on key and peel but it's not key and peel it's not that funny but hey check out the movie us let's talk about the female-led heist movie widow starring viola davis elizabeth debecky and michelle rodriguez the plot of this movie is that three women's husbands are thieves and they are killed in the middle of a big heist or so they think and the three women decide to pull off the final heist themselves this is so different from other heist movies this is not in the same genre to me as the ocean 11 movies or the logan lucky movies because those movies are about the heist themselves this movie is layered in the emotional i think it's layered in the sense of 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 grief these women are grieving for their husbands and they decide to pull off the crime because they are desperate because viola davis's character is threatened by the people who were robbed by her husband and she has to get the money real quick and elizabeth debecky's character and michelle rodriguez's character are dead broke so they have to pull off this crime for desperation and i think that's something very different 
than the Danny Ocean. I'm just going to pull off this crime because I'm really good at pulling off crimes and because I'm super cool. This is different than that. This is a different kind of movie than that. These are free women who are just grieving their husbands and are so desperate to just be done with this lifestyle. They are not doing it because they're smooth and they're slick like Brad Pitt in those movies. They're doing it out of desperation. I think that's something really different. And again, Viola Davis, Elizabeth Debicki, and Michelle Rodriguez, they are all really good in this movie. Michelle Rodriguez, you only really know her from the Fast and Furious movies. She is really good in this movie. I was not expecting her to be that good in this movie. Elizabeth Debicki, you've seen her in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. She's going to be in the new Christopher Nolan movie. She is also really good in Widow. She's probably the best performance in the movie from what she's doing. She comes from an abusive relationship because her husband, played by John Bernthal, is abusive to her. And she doesn't, when Viola Davis's character slaps her, she says, I'm not taking that anymore. That's one of the most powerful moments in this film, telling you she's not going to take it anymore. That's a powerful moment. And Viola Davis, we all know how good Viola Davis is. I think this is more of the Suicide Squad version of Viola Davis. She's intimidating, she's bossy, and she has complete control of these two other women because she knows she has the upper hand because she could just rat them out at any moment. She kind of forces them to join in on the heist. I mean, this is a movie... Again, I think this is more of the Viola Davis from Suicide Squad, the ultimate boss, the you're going to do what I say type of deal. And again, she never really becomes their friends. They never become friends with one another. This is another reason why this isn't Ocean's Eleven, where all the guys become buddies and they're making jokes. This is a really different kind of different heist movie from director Steve McQueen. Although this is a female-led heist movie, there are some male performances I want to point out because I think they are spectacular. Two of my favorites recently, Colin Farrell and Daniel Kaluuya, are fantastic in supporting roles. Colin Farrell plays a, a politician who wants to move past his father's reign. He wants to take control of his own life. I think he's an interesting character. Colin Farrell's made some really interesting choices. Dumbo, not included on that list. I think that's his big misfire recently. But I have loved him in Fantastic Beast. I've loved what he's done recently, and he really works with this movie well. Daniel Kaluuya is one of the most interesting actors working in Hollywood today. And again, he fits in this movie well. He is intimidating. He is a bully in this movie. This is really different from his Get Out character or his Sicario character where he's quiet. He's kind of not confident in those movies. This movie, he is full-on frightening and he is vicious and he is mean. He is a criminal. I thought it was a really, really good performance. And I was thinking, man, there should be more Daniel Kaluuya in this movie. Again, this guy is just on a run since Sicario. Sicario, Get Out, Black Panther, this, this. This guy, Daniel Kaluuya, is something to watch. He is so interesting. Again, in those other movies, he's kind of playing a quiet character. Again, Black Panther, he's kind of playing a kind of more like this character in Widows, but he is vicious in Widows. I was not expecting that performance. I was not expecting me wanting this movie to be more about Daniel Kaluuya's character and what's going on there. Liam Neeson is in this movie. He is kind of a good guy, kind of a thief. He kind of goes away from being the action star we all know him to be in this movie, and he plays the the 
complicated thief character who kind of turns out to be the bad guy in the end. Spoiler alert. That's the only spoiler I'm going to give you. But I really enjoyed Liam Neeson in this movie. Robert Duvall, the only thing I can say about Robert Duvall's character, he's Colin Farrell's character's dad. He yells a lot in this movie. And Robert Duvall yelling a lot, that's something I'm here for. I hadn't seen Robert Duvall in a movie since The Judge with Robert Downey Jr. Did not enjoy that movie. Really enjoyed this movie. He yells a lot, and that's something I'm here for. Robert Duvall, keep on yelling, my man. Because at this point in his life, this is not Robert Duvall from The Natural. This is just a guy who's going to come in and yell a little. And I'm here for I think 2019 needs Robert Duvall to yell a lot. And if you need Robert Duvall to yell a lot, Widows is the movie for you. Because he is playing it really big, and it's something I'm here for. I want to talk about director Steve McQueen. He's made some interesting movies. He made... The 12 Years a Slave movie. This is his first movie since then. And again, the type of heist movie he made says something about the director. Steven Soderbergh is one of the best directors of all time. I am a huge Steven Soderbergh fan. He made the Oceans movie. He made Logan Lucky. These flashy heist movies that tell you what goes into the heist. This movie doesn't really do anything flashy with the heist. Except have Viola Davis have some flares. That's interesting. But Steve McQueen's not a flashy filmmaker. He is dealing with grief. He is dealing with the emotional aspects of the character. He is not making them overly confident. I think part of that has to do with these are first-time criminals. Again, Logan Lucky was about some first-time criminals, but they had spent some time in jail. The Daniel Craig character and Logan Lucky had spent some time in jail, hard time. These characters had never pulled off a crime before. So you see that. And I think you go inside the characters. Would Do I personally enjoy more flashy heist movies about what it's about? Yes, probably. I enjoy Ocean's Eleven movies more than I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed Logan Lucky more than I enjoyed Widows. But Widows is different from that. And if you're going to do a heist movie, you guess what? Might as well do something different. And Steve McQueen did something different. It's really good. The acting in it is spectacular. Again, Viola Davis really brings it. Elizabeth DeBecky is really good. Michelle Rodriguez is great. This is a different kind of heist movie. Than what we are used to. This isn't Danny Ocean pulling off the crime of the century and then pulling it off. This isn't about that. This is about the characters and what they are dealing with. And that's something new and interesting. And I thought it was, I thought it was worth the watch. Again, I'm more into the Logan Lucky, dumb guys pulling off a crime thing, making a heist movie funny. Because the idea of a heist movie is funny to me. But this movie is dead serious. The tone of this movie is dead serious. There are not funny moments in this movie. It is dead serious, which is maybe something it maybe didn't work for me all the time. Because the idea that they would pull off the heist so well was kind of confusing me. Again, they've been married to criminals all their lives. I, I get it. I get it. Maybe it needed more humor. I think I'm more into the humor of the heist than people pulling off the heist themselves. This is a dead serious movie. 
that I liked. I thought it was really, really good. I don't think it was great. I don't think this movie was great. It's not a diss to the movie. I just enjoy a fun heist movie. Because what I think people don't understand with the fun heist movie is that you can have the fun and you can also give serious elements. Like Ocean's 12 is basically about Brad Pitt realizing he's done someone wrong. He's done his girlfriend wrong. I think that's interesting because you have that human dynamic with the I'm super cool and I'm going to pull off a heist movie. I mean, if there was more of Liam Neeson pulling off the heist before he supposedly died in the movie, that would have been more interesting to me, kind of. I wanted to see how they pulled off the heist. There was really nothing inventive about this heist movie. It wasn't flashy. It was about the characters. And again, I'm really into the flashy. Logan Lucky had them rob NASCAR for... You know what I mean? They robbed NASCAR in that movie. This movie, there was no really cool plan. Yes, Viola Davis threatened a guy and got some security codes in the scene. But there wasn't... She just read a book and learned how to steal stuff. I mean, that's not that innovative plot-wise. There was a solid plot twist that was really good. The ending was really good. But I wouldn't put this in my top five of heist movies. I just wouldn't. Because it wasn't fun. It wasn't daring. Again, the acting was magnificent. Every single performance was really good in this movie. And I get what this movie was. It wasn't supposed to be Ocean's 12. It wasn't supposed to be Logan Lucky. But a part of me really wanted some aspects of that movie. I think this movie and Steve McQueen tried so hard not to make it those movies. Those movies are fun. And there's a reason people love those movies. They're magnificent. This movie is really good, but it doesn't reach, it doesn't measure up to those other heist movies the way that it should, the way that it could have. It really should have been less dead serious because it was kind of boring at the end. You When you're watching, when you're watching an Oceans movie, you want more and more. At the end of Widows, I'm not sure I really wanted more Widows. Again, I enjoyed the movie. I would watch it again. It is not one of my favorite heist movies. And to me, that's the issue. I think Steve McQueen is one of the best filmmakers we've got going. But his serious tone doesn't really mix great with an overall heist movie. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week, I put the spotlight on the horror movie Us and the female-led heist movie Widows. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on HBO show Euphoria. In my estimation, it's the show of the summer. Don't miss that. Tune into this. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again for listening.